the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. It would be wonderful if truth were a defense in all things. It should be. You heard this week the accusations that Border Patrol agents were whipping Haitian migrants. Uh, Whipping them. Uh, No, what they were doing was they were using long reins to control their horses to actually keep horses from trampling over Haitian migrants who were, oh yes, by the way, illegally crossing our border. But the narrative was out there that they're whipping Haitians, even when they were corrected that they were whipping, not even whipping, they were directing horses. Uh, The Democrats didn't want to listen to it. Case in point. Here's one of the most dishonest people in America, uh, crazy Maxine Waters. You can't see, but on this audio... At the time this audio was recorded, standing directly behind Maxine Waters is the approving, nodding Joyce Beatty, Democratic congressman from Ohio. She is also a dishonest broker, uh, nodding approvingly while Maxine Waters blatantly lied about what was going on at the border. I'm pissed. I'm unhappy. And I'm not just unhappy with the cowboys who were running down Haitians and using their reins to whip them, I'm happy with the administration. We are following the Trump policy. He is the one that does not follow the Constitution and would not allow those seeking refuge to be able to petition to get into the country. What the hell are we doing here? What we witness takes us back hundreds of years. What we witnessed was worse than what we witnessed in slavery. Cowboys with their reins again whipping black people, Haitians, into the water where they're scrambling and falling down when all they're trying to do is escape from violence in their country. Uh, Actually, no, they're not even coming from their country. They're coming from South American countries. They haven't been in their country since the earthquake in 2010. So they're not fleeing persecution in their country. That's a lie. The Constitution does not allow people to illegally enter our country. That's lie number two. They were not using their reins to whip them. That's another lie. And I think I can safely say, even the most ardent activist would admit, that being herded back into the water, back across the Mexican border, is not, and I quote, worse than what we saw with slavery. It might be unpleasant to be herded back across the border by a horse. Horses are intimidating. I know we have one. They're big. They're fast. They're powerful. 
But I'm just going to say my own personal opinion here. Having a cross burned on my lawn in the middle of the night, having my house burned, being beaten, being hung from a tree, I would put that all above being herded back across the border when I'm trying to enter illegally. Maxine Waters, liar. Joyce Beatty, approving liar. Let's talk to Brandon next. Hi, Brandon. Welcome to the Bruce Woolley Show. Hi. I just want to say, first of all, I don't wear foil hats or subscribe to conspiracy theories. But, uh-huh. um, yeah, uh, the reason these people are getting across the border and they're, I think, and they're not being, you know, vaccinated or they're not where they're being vaccinated is these people are being in, imported to be future voters and, and members of the, of the, of the low-wage workforce on behalf, you know, to make the Democrats happy. Exactly and, right. And uh, recently, uh, on I just watched a special with uh, Tom Fitton and uh, Project Veritas and whatnot, James O'Keefe, actually. And uh, they've ordered, there's several members of, uh, of uh, federal hospitals caught on camera saying the vaccine is BS. It's full of BS. It doesn't work. They asked how many people were seen with adverse reactions, and, and they said, we can't even count them. It's dozens and dozens and dozens. But most of them don't get reported to VAERS because the entry process to put the data in to go on to VAERS uh, takes 30 to 45 minutes, so it just doesn't get done. So it's possible the vaccine's causing more problems than anybody even knows uh, just through VAERS now. And they don't want these folks vaccinated because that's their future voting force and, and workforce. Um, I, I don't think it's that far of a stretch to imagine that type of uh, those types of machinations from the folks that have brought us all this fun the first nine months of this year. Nor do I. Nor do I. I thank you for your call. Yes, Jane Fonda said COVID was a gift to the Democratic Party. That is called saying the quiet part out loud. So the images were out there of horses being used to police our border. And predictably, horses will no longer be used at the border. Here is the uh, truth masseuse, Jen Pisaki from the White House. So what he has asked all of us to convey clearly to people who are understandably have questions, are passionate, are concerned, as we are about the images that we have seen, is one, we feel those images are horrible and horrific. There is an investigation the president certainly supports overseen by the, the Department of Homeland Security, which he has conveyed will, uh, will happen quickly. I can also convey to you that the secretary also conveyed to civil rights leaders earlier this morning that we would no longer be using horses in Del Rio. Uh, so that is something, a policy change that has been made in response. So what he has asked all of us to convey clearly... Thank you. I don't need to hear it again. So no more horses at the border. This, of course, will take away from the efforts of uh, Texas state troopers and others to keep the border from being overrun. Uh, I don't know what Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, I don't know what his resources are to stop this. I wish he would put out a call to other Republican states... Are we one? Oh, I think we are, yeah. Uh, to ask for, and I don't know if this is legal, so if it's not, I apologize. I wish it would. I would marshal every single force that I can if I'm Greg Abbott. I would access every single possibility that I could. If I could get National Guard troops from other states without having to get federal approval for it, I would do it. And I would police my own border. I would take donations if people were inclined to give them to build a wall along my border. If they don't let you build it on the border, build it back from the border. Build it wherever you're allowed to build it. 
But Greg Abbott's got to take control of this situation because it's very clear our president will not. And he will not because of exactly what Brandon just told you. They do not. The reason they do not use the word crisis is because it's not a crisis. It's a strategy. It is a strategy. It has been a strategy since day one. They are about power. Immigrants into this country give Democrats greater access to power because immigrants come in and they are at an extreme disadvantage in terms of acclimating, even if they have a desire to acclimate. In America's heyday, immigrants came here. They wanted to become American. Now they don't want to become American. They want to come here and they want to live in their own little colonies and they want to have their own mores and practices. They don't want to be subjected to our laws, some of them. If they want to work, well, it's preferable, but some of them don't want to work because if Democrats have their way, they won't have to work. They'll have a universal basic income. They'll have health insurance. They'll have free education, college and secondary education. And the only thing the Democrats ask in exchange for that is your future vote. And as I've said, if they turn Texas blue, forget winning the presidency ever again. And we've already seen with executive orders, you know, it really it really won't matter on many fronts. Some fronts it will, but not on every front will it matter if the Republicans could somehow manage to win majorities in the House and Senate. If you have a Democratic president, he will govern by executive order. He will have the power to appoint heads of agencies. And those agencies, bureaucratic agencies, can get a lot done without House or Senate intervention. So this is where we are. And that's why it is such an important issue. It might feel like we're thousands and thousands of miles from the border. But the border issue touches everyone. Uh, To wrap up Senator Cruz's comments about the border... Peter Ducey, you remember, asked Jen Psaki, you know, we can't find any record that Joe Biden's ever been to the border. Not in his four decades in the Senate, not as vice president for two terms. Certainly not in the last year. Ted Cruz explains why Joe Biden's never been to the border, why he's not going now, and why Kamala Harris isn't going either. Why does Joe Biden refuse to go to the Rio Grande Valley? Because if he goes, the TV cameras will come with him. Why does Kamala Harris, who's supposed to be the border czar, she's supposed to be in charge of this. Why won't she go to the Rio Grande Valley? Because if she went, the TV cameras would come and would show the Biden cages. And the Democrats are counting on the corrupt corporate media to suddenly say, nothing to see here. 15,000 Haitians under a bridge in Del Rio, nothing to see here. Anyone want to know what Joe Biden's favorite ice cream flavor is? That's the news. Never mind 1.2 million illegal immigrants. Never mind when I took 19 senators down to the border, we went out on the river and saw a man floating dead in the river who died trying to cross illegally. Never mind the South Texas farmers and ranchers, the moms who told me, I won't let my teenage kids go out on our ranch without being armed with a loaded firearm. That's their life. You want that to be your life here? Uh It's not impossible for that to become our life here. And um, that's why it's important. That's why I hope they can get something done. 
because the pendulum has swung dangerously in one direction. And if this continues for three more years, I'm not sure we'll ever be able to get the pendulum to swing back the other way. couple of uh, sports news items here. The Akron-Ohio State football game Saturday night just got a little bit more interesting. Not going to be very interesting. Akron's really terrible. Uh, Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud apparently is going to take the week off with an injured shoulder. He's been battling some shoulder pain. So we will get a look at Kyle McCord and Jack Miller in this game. I don't know. I know you're all going, what about Quinn Ewers? What about the kid who's a millionaire already from name, image, and likeness? I don't know if Quinn Ewers and his kombucha-powered arm will be out there slinging it around on Saturday night. I would assume Ohio State will have firm control of this game uh, early on. So I don't know if they want to redshirt Quinn Ewers or what they want to do. But uh, that's reports from... Ohio State. Now, the other sports news item intersects politics and includes a involvement of Republican Senate candidate Bernie Moreno. Fox News uh, apparently has obtained exclusive details from Senate candidate Bernie Moreno that he offered the Dolan family $1 billion to buy the Cleveland Indians to prevent the team from changing its name next year to Cleveland Guardians. That story has just appeared in the last uh, 20 minutes or so on Fox. Uh, Moreno told Fox News he wanted to buy the franchise because the team, quote, means a lot to Northeast Ohio and a lot to the generations of fans who grew up there. For the name change to happen, it was just a classic example of the kind of cancel culture wokeism that's affecting our nation. And it just really bothers me that a small group of white liberal activists can make something like that happen. It's the wrong decision, and we want to reverse it. Uh, Moreno tells Fox that the Indians renaming the team Guardians is a demonstration of them caving to, quote, the woke mob and that there were other routes the team could have taken, such as choosing to honor Native Americans. Uh, He said he uh, had others involved in his uh, ownership group, but he offered $1 billion to the Dolans, and they said no. So Matt Dolan is the son of uh, the owners of the Indians, or in some web searches you will find Matt Dolan actually listed as an owner of the Indians. Uh, That will make for some interesting fodder at the October 24th Republican Senate Leadership Forum night at Genoa in Westerville. That is sponsored by The Answer and by our Center for Christian Virtue, our friend Aaron Baer. Hugh Hewitt will moderate. Bernie Moreno will be there. Matt Dolan will be there. I don't know, Aaron, would it be a bad form for somebody to show up that night wearing a Cleveland Indians shirt? Uh, That caused a little throwdown between the two over the name of Indians versus Guardians? I think it's still acceptable. I could be wrong, though. I don't know. I... Casual dress welcomed that night, correct? Yeah. Sure. Uh, 7 to 9 p.m., Genoa and Westerville. Get your tickets at 989theanswer.com, 989theanswer.com. Bernie Moreno, Matt Dolan, Jane Timken, J.D. Vance, 
Mike Gibbons, and Josh Mandel. I got to make sure I get all six in. Because if I don't, I'll hear from the one that I left out. And it would be purely unintentional. Hugh Hewitt will moderate one-on-one with all the candidates. Then they'll bring them all back on stage and Matt Dolan and Bernie Moreno can have it out over the Indians and Josh Mandel and Jane Timken can have it out over who's the Trumpiest of the two of them. J.D. Vance. J.D. Vance will take incoming that night on the fact that he did at one point in his life say things unflattering about Donald Trump. Uh, well, well, let's see. What, who, who, what will the other criticisms be? What will they criticize? Jane Timken will be criticized as a career politician, even though she's never held elective office, but she was the head of the Republican Party. She'll be tied to uh, the Timken family, wealthy family, all that. Well, the Republicans typically don't bang on people for being wealthy because that means you're just successful. Uh, Bernie Moreno is a self-made man, so it's kind of counterintuitive to bash him for his wealth since he created it himself. He didn't inherit it or wasn't born into it like Jane Timken was. Uh, I don't know much about Mike Gibbons. I look forward to knowing Mike Gibbons. J.D. Vance, we all know, grew up in, uh, well, according, his book makes it sound like he grew up in Appalachia. But I don't know that Middletown is Appalachia. But Middletown is a, is a tough town. It's a rough town. It can be. So those will be things that they talk about uh, during all of that. Now, Aaron, did you see the story? This is making some national headlines uh, that happened at the Grove City Central Crossing football game on two Fridays ago. So not this most recent Friday, but two Fridays ago. I don't think I've seen this. Okay, so this is a this is a rivalry, Grove City and Central Crossing. Central Crossing won the game. There was a call during the game that went against Grove City. The game was at Grove City. <laughs> okay. So after the game, the officials, seven of them, head to their locker room. And they're in their locker room being evaluated. If you have a being as they're being evaluated in their locker room. Uh, they eventually finish with that, and they're headed out of the locker room, and they can't get out of the locker room. I did hear about this. The door is not locked. The door is barricaded by a vending machine. So there must be a vending machine right outside the door to the official's locker room, and some prankster or some upset person from Grove City moved said vending machine in front of the door and barricaded them inside. Did they find who it is yet? I don't think they have, no. Uh, I wonder what a, the charge is on that. Um, Cause you're, is that uh, kidnapping? I don't know. That's I, what I'm wondering. It's uh, I don't know if it's illegal or not. I think I, it's illegal. I don't think you can. I don't think you can uh, imprison somebody in in the <laughs> locker room. Yeah, smelly locker room. Uh, here's a statement from Southwestern City Schools on behalf of the Grove City High School and the Southwestern City School District. We sincerely apologize for the locker room incident. Uh, we do not condone this behavior and are extremely disappointed in the actions of those who perpetrated this incident, incident and emphasize that they are not representative of the ideals or standards to which we hold our students, parents, staff, and community. So I, I assume the OHSAA will be looking into this? Yeah. I would post an official on the door from now on. You don't want to give anybody any ideas about how to lock officials in, in the locker room. I just can't believe there's no one around. You can move an entire I mean, vending machine. How many guys of- does it take to move a vending machine? I would assume the vending machine. Look, this is a 
little revelation about my past. I, at one point in time, had an interest in a vending machine business. If this is a full-size vending machine, those suckers are not easy to move. If they have product in them, particularly, wouldn't you think it'd be a soft drink machine? Like, very likely, That's a heavy machine. That's not one person doing that. That's... And isn't that a noisy endeavor to slide right. a vending machine in front of a door? How did the That's officials not hear too. that? I don't know. I got their got their mind on their evaluation. I guess I don't. But that seems uh, a little bit odd to me that that happened. So we're glad they made it out safely, and uh, hopefully that won't happen anymore. But how about that quarterback C.J. Stroud out for the game? Jack Miller, Kyle McCord. Yeah, you, pick, I, you got a horse in that race. You picking a horse in that race? No, I, I I don't know either one of those guys. So I don't, I don't know. The fan favorite is McCord Miller. You know why? Because because Miller was the first one to sign for Ohio State of the four. He's old news. They lost interest in him because the other guys, they, the next guy's always newer, better arm, bigger reputation. Ewers is the newest. He's the one everybody wants to see. So you won't see C.J. Stroud. You'll see Jack Miller and Kyle McCord. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.